Hey, fellas, it's me, Fishwags Jr., and I'm joined with Carpy Carp. That's me, podcast guy. We also got Fish Lawyer. Okay. He's a bit occupied. We got Jim G. Goldfish. <laughs> My brother is dead. Her stepbrother is dead. <laughs> Classic Jim. We also got Mrs. Krill. Hi, guys. And we got special guest, Sir Snailfish. I have no idea what's happening, but I'm happy to be here. <laughs> we also got FBI agent Angler. Just ignore him. He's going to take notes. Uh... <laughs> Why'd you introduce him then? You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, so that the audience knows. You know, I think that he has a large fan base, so he deserves to be, you know, at least acknowledged. He, he's That's just fair. watching. Taking All notes. right. So I have a fish question to get us started. Okay. You're really close wait, to your no, microphone. Wait, no. Oh, fine. Oh, wait. Mrs. Crow. Uh, you know what? Let's just go north. Can I? Can I go this time? I want to ask our guest. Yeah, a go ahead. Go ahead, Mrs. Crow. All right. So, uh, sir, sir, snailfish, correct? Yes, that is indeed my name. Do you get mistaken for snails often? You know, people tend to think that Gary comes home is actually about me, and oh, as oh. wonderful as a song as that is, that's actually uh, no relation whatsoever. He is my second, once removed cousin. And that's all. That's all. Oh, that's an wow. extended family. Why right was there. he removed? Who removed him? You see, when he when he made friends with SpongeBob, uh, he broke snail law. Considering oh, wow. that uh, oh, snails and sponges are uh, not exactly the best of friends in the world. Like a taboo. So this yeah. is like a jewish muslim muslim kind of relationship or i or you can just say romeo and juliet or you can just say something that's not like racially or religiously charged well i mean it sounds <laughs> like this is a pretty that. charged relationship no, I'd, I'd say i'd say it's romeo and juliet because clearly spongebob and gary are in fact lovers that i mean they have to, uh, right? it, yeah so we we're not gonna address fans. that uh i have a new question mm-hmm. agent angler are you there he is taking notes. He is taking oh, notes. I, All right. I am indeed uh, taking then, notes. Then, uh, Sir Snailfish, I have a yep. question. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were a fish, what would you do to try to not be a fish anymore? <laughs> well, you know, I feel like if a pro- if a frog can turn into a prince just from a kiss, I think it's got to work for fish too, right? There's only so much That's difference beautiful. between amphibians Is and fish. Is that why so many people have been fucking fish on this podcast? <laughs> that must be the reason. So how are you going to convince uh, like a princess or any human royalty to kiss you if you're a fish? All right, so here's the deal. I end up getting caught by a, a uh, magician. Right. Now, magicians obviously love fish. It's like their classic trick. Rabbits are so yeah. 18th century. Fish is what's in. <laughs> and, you know, you got the standard gag of a fish just appearing right behind your ear. And as I'm appearing oh, behind your ear, I get a quick peck. And that's that's how I'll become Ooh. a human. Oh, that's oh, interesting. Nice. Wow. So it's more, it's more sexual assault than consensual. Doesn't that have the risk of turning you into a magician, though? You know what? <laughs> Being a magician is not a bad life. Honestly, nice. that's such a cooler trick. If you just turn a fish into a human, why don't magicians just do that more often? Because it yeah. has to be unintentional. It's got to be. It's got to be. You know that perfect. It's got to be non-consensual. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> it's got to be nuanced. Wait, hold on, Mrs. Mrs. Snailfish. You said that um, 
you that you kiss them when like you're like passing their ear. No, 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 no. They kiss me because it's like going. <laughs> no, you said it. You said it has to be un. You just said it has to be unintentional. That's the definition. Yeah, of why would they? Why would well, you first, unintentionally kiss a fish? <laughs> if it's slapped across your face from it being pulled behind your ear, I think it's gonna land. That sounds more like the fish is kissing you. Now, nah, fish can't kiss. <laughs> they don't have lips. Oh, he's got a point. He's got That's a point. point there. All right, so I got a question for you, sir, Snailfish. Do you have any mm-hmm. funny fish stories for us? Everyone's got a funny fish story. Of course, of course. Well, you see, nobody knows why I am Sir Snailfish. It's a very distinct title. Uh, oh. You see, I was in this nice establishment uh, called uh, Weenie Hut Juniors. And while <laughs> okay. I was there, uh, I ran into this uh, squid. And this squid was constantly just annoying everyone uh and what i had to do was i was bet 30 seashells Whoa. 30 seashells you know that's, 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 that's a lot of money really yeah, yeah, no, 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 these seashells. are like a thousand times worth mm. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know they're weight right, in gold so whatever that on. is we don't have gold in the ocean but it's worth 30 seashells just to get this squid to think he was an octopus so whoa bro my plan was out of random bananas i built a second tentacle for this squid (laughs) and while he was just passed out on one of the tables i attached this banana limb to him and it turned out that when he thought he was an octopus he ended up being eaten by a group of fishermen off the coast of uh, okinawa Wait, that's fucking murder! Jesus Christ! Wow. <laughs> he just admitted the murder on the podcast. Like, I know, I know. It was crazy. It was crazy. We but a lot of murders on the on the cod path. It's okay. It turns out that that squid had committed war crimes down in Australia. Oh, wow. that's okay then. That's so okay, I saved. Though. I saved the day. Now, wait. Did you add tentacles to him to make him have eight arms? Yeah. yeah, I like I don't know why well, that like guy bet me to do it, but I just did. Ten tentacles. What? Well, uh, you so see, I have... some have seven. Okay. Some have ten. This one, uh, I don't know if he was born with seven or if he had lost some along the way, but he had seven. <laughs> okay, why would it have an odd? Why would it have an odd number of tentacles? What well, does he just lose one? Because do? because he's an odd person. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't it be easy uh to make one of them laugh? All you'd have to do is give them ten tickles. Uh, 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 <laughs> wait, so why why are you called sir? You you never mentioned why you got called sir. Because he saved the day by killing <laughs> the water. Who who officially knighted you? Yeah, is there like since, a fish queen or something? Since, yeah. So in my country, we have a king and a queen. And I was fish. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. There are countries in the ocean. Check your privilege. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Those international waters, those humans think they have, is really our territory. And (laughs) understandable. And when when the story of how I took down this, you know, war criminal was heard. I was eventually I was eventually knighted, sort of, kind of in this way of like I didn't know what was happening, but it happened anyways, and I wasn't gonna like stop them from calling me sir. You don't just stop somebody calling you sir, you know? No, that's all. Awesome. You got to You got to no. keep that going. Uh, right? so when they called you sir, did they have a fish sword? 
So we had we there's a official narwhal that actually does the knighting. Uses why not, uh, why not, yeah, not why not swordfish? Well, you see, swordfish, you know, they're they're great, they're fast, but they don't like being as deep and they don't like the cold. Interesting. It's Very just natural. it's just simple, you know. It's just the narwhals seem to be better in our territory. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like swordfish go deeper than narwhal. You know what, man? Don't oh. harsh on 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 snailfish over here. Okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This, this is what I'm happened apologize. in his details of his own knighting. Wait. So this war criminal was just in Weenie Hut Juniors. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out Weenie Hut Juniors is an establishment for the black market. Interesting. Wow. That makes sense. Oh, that makes Good to know. Sense. Good to know. That makes sense. They gave it such such a nice name that they figured nobody would ever suspect it. So, if there's war criminals at Weenie Hut uh, Juniors, what is there at Super Weenie Hut Juniors? Well, you see, Super Weenie Hut Juniors. It's very interesting because you'd think, right, that there you'd have like the worst of the worst. It's actually a cover up. Law enforcement goes to Super Weenie Hut Juniors to see if the people who usually go to Weenie Hut Juniors <laughs> get distracted and end up accidentally going into Super Weenie Hut Juniors. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's intense. Oh my god. Yeah. And uh, what about the Salty Spittoon? What's what's going on there? Oh, the Salty Spittoon? That's just a nice bar. Everyone hangs out there. <laughs> so, uh... Do you see a lot of bass at uh, Weenie Hut Juniors? <laughs> We're not doing this every time, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so are there like fish terrorists? What terrorism do the fish do? <laughs> well, they don't have to be fish. Remember, there are other things in the sea besides fish. Well, we don't talk about that on the cod pass, so. That's true. Would but we, they do we would exist. never besmirch the good name of only But, you fish. know, fish fish are individuals. Some some plan to do good, some plan to do bad. And That's not true. All What's fish the worst a fish could do? Like they can't just murder someone or something. Oh, but they yes, can. yes, they can. But they can. They can kill two, two, a man and a woman. When I would say, <laughs> six years old. Have you witnessed any fish atrocities? Absolutely. There was a salmon who purposely got hunted down just so that he could poison a family of three. Oh my god. <laughs> wow, that's, that's pretty intense. Like a fish suicide bomber. So he died himself in this attack, right? Yep, yep. Wow. But... <laughs> that's pretty the worst brutal. fish suicide bomber. He only took out three people. <laughs> yeah. Don't even get me started about pufferfish. Why did wait, why did one family have to sh- why did three people have to share one salmon? <laughs> <laughs> How big was he? The, the the story goes that the restaurant was, you know, it was just a cut of meat and it was served with three separate dishes. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah, that's how that's how restaurants work. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I have a question. Do you have a shell? I do in fact have a shell. Wow. Wow. How is it? Like what made you pick that shell over any other shell? You know, I've gone through various shells throughout my life. I started off with the one that I was born, sort of like a baby blanket. It was a nice little blue shell. Nice. Uh, okay. And as I got older, I went through kind of an emo phase. I got this, you know, sleek black <laughs> Yeah, of course. You know, you know. And now I, I stick with a nice uh, a nice green shell. It, uh, it accentuates my eyes. Wow, wow that's nice. really pretty. 
Well, good choice. What color are your eyes? Green. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so, right. what what do fish terrorists believe in? Like, do they think there's like an afterlife or something? You know, there there's so many different ideologies that we can't we can't get into all of them. But I will say that there are some fishes that believe that sharks are the true uh, supreme overlords of the sea. There sure, are others are. that uh that believe that uh the bottom feeders should be eradicated. There are others <laughs> that uh, view uh, the dolphins to be the next supreme race. It's a very, it's a very interesting dynamic. Wow. So, what is the uh, view on Cthulhu? So, uh, my personal view on Cthulhu is that he is the sovereign leader of all fish kind. No, you're, you wow. you believe in them. He is, he is there, whether you want it or not. <laughs> um, I would like to go back to your thing about fish about fish countries. Does that mean that fish just call like like North America, South America? Is that just land to them? You know, it's uh, it's kind of inverted, right? It fish have their own territory. There's a lot of fish. Some are more territorial than others. Some are more. Uh, nomadic going from place to place but the continents themselves they're considered almost a no man's land or almost a a, a danger zone Interesting. oh it's like antarctica for us or something yeah. i have a question for sir snailfish mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it seems like everyone does but go on yeah you yeah, are a special guest today you are what is your opinion on the firefish the firefish the IR fish, much like the IRS, mm. but for fish. But for fish, you know, uh, taxes are a necessary part of life. But I should only have to pay taxes to my own country and not to all of fish kind. That's a fair joke. That that's true because the IRS actually doesn't stand for, or the IR fish doesn't stand for international internal revenue fish. Which mm. you'd probably expect it stands for International Revenue Fish for some reason. Well, we're just one being. We're all international. Here's my question, though: Who does he report to? Who does who report to? Who is who is in charge of the IR fish? Uh, probably Cthulhu. <laughs> so you can't just go around throwing that Cthulhu. I think he has more things to worry about than like fish tax. Do not use the Lord's name in vain like that. <laughs> of course, of course. Ah, Cthulhu. Alright, well, well uh, another fish question just for everybody here. Um, which do you think is like would be like the most aerodynamic fish, apart from like the flying fish? Like, if you could just like make a plane that's modeled after a fish, which do you think would fly the best? I'm gonna go with the football fish. <laughs> uh, you might be thinking I made that up, but there is a football fish. Okay. Wait, if there's a football fish, does that mean there's a Charlie Brown fish that has failed to kick the football fish? <laughs> well, that's kind of fucked up. You're kicking like some other person. No, no, no. It's a fish kicking another fish. Plus, you're Someone... not a fish. So, what do you consider fish. aerodynamic about the football fish? Well, he's in the shape of a football. Footballs travel fast. He must travel fast. And the uh, the uh, bioluminescence on the top of his head. Yeah, that's just like a football. <laughs> okay. I feel like that little dangle part would would impede him in his aerodynamicness. So. 
No, that's his antenna. Uh, that's how he gets yeah. the Wi-Fi. So, <laughs> me personally, I'd probably go uh, with the flatfish because I'd go for more... I was gonna more, say that! I'd go for more of the uh, frisbee-type your motion. Your microphone. You, uh, yeah, I can hear every breath. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. Please, <laughs> I would. I would also go with the flatfish, but maybe I would also go with like a a stingray. I feel like they were like really meant to be birds, but then like God decided to steal them for the ocean. They look <laughs> like they would. They look like they would fly. They've got wings. Yeah, it's like when you reject a shot in basketball except he rejected it from flying it into the air and just slapped it back into the ocean. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what do you think, Sir Snailfish? What is the most aerodynamic fish? So I'd have to go with the ocean sunfish. And, you know, Ooh. it really does look Whoa. like a plane. Uh, you, you has, it has two fins in the back, clearly for guiding how the wind goes. It has a little tail fin Perfectly oh for, you God. know, kind of maneuvering. I think it's the ideal aerodynamic fish. Wow. They're also really heavy, though. True, but, you know, so are Boeing 747s. Boeing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 747s also have a wingspan of, like, pretty big. Well, you know how big <laughs> this guy is. We don't know how big this guy could be. That's true. Don't judge. Got, got a point there. So it seems that you sent a link to one of the heaviest known fishes in the world. <laughs> yeah, this fish is really massive. Oh my god. What? Between 247 and 1,000 kilograms? What the fuck? This yeah, that's really uh, heavy. This, <laughs> this fish, fish is about 2.2 thousand pounds. This seems more like the submersible of fish than <laughs> this a fish. airplane. The reason I picked this fish to be so aerodynamic is not because I think it can become a plane, but because it already has the weight and shape of a plane. That's true. They actually <laughs> did that for camouflage. They want to blend in with the surroundings. Yeah, ever since, you know, planes have been cr crashing into the ocean, they've had to, you know, do camouflage to make sure that it's uh, <laughs> working just fine. Sir, Snarf Sir Snailfish, I am 100% sure that there are quite a few planes that are not that heavy. You don't think there are planes that weigh 2,000 pounds? No, I'm saying I think there are planes that weigh under 2,205 pounds. What kind of, like, styrofoam airplanes are you flying? They're called <laughs> ultralights. Under well, that's what we're talking about, though. I mean, like, he's just saying that it's the weight of, like, a normal plane. Listen, all <laughs> planes can come in shapes and sizes. I don't think we need to, you know... <laughs> be uh, plainest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, we have no right to judge the airplane build and body. Exactly. Plane rights. Plane rights matter? <laughs> plane rights yeah. matter. No, planes are stupid. Ancient angler? Yes. Ancient angler. Is, yes. is, the, fit, is the chip in the salsa? Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll, I'll proceed with the mission. Alright. <laughs> Just, just normal talks between friends. Now, I what's too enjoy chips in salsa. There's an entire category of planes that not only is lighter than this, it's half the weight. The, the lowest end of this is 545 pounds. There's an entire category of planes that's under 250. 
All right, well, moving on. Sir Snailfish, <laughs> what mm-hmm. bird do you think is the most water dynamic? Oh, wow. you know, that is that is an amazing question. Although I have no idea about any birds, <laughs> I'd have to say that the that the ostrich is going to have to be the most dynamic. We're actually going to have to cut this all out because this is not fish, but carry on. <laughs> that shows is water, not fish. Well, there's you a know? flying fish. Is there a swimming bird? <laughs> you know penguins, what? <laughs> penguins. Yeah. Penguins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but again, I remind you, this is not fish. We need to get back to fish. To fish. Uh, so my question fish. is my question is, if you were gonna make a parachute out of only fish, what fish would you choose? The flatfish. I feel like that's the Yeah, the flatfish, that's the only answer. <laughs> I feel like that's the most what if you chose like what if you chose like a fish that inflates so it would like slow you down? That's not a parachute though. That's like a that's like a balloon. That's like Mary Poppins shit. Also, are you trying to insinuate yeah. that like puffer fishes have helium in them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it would like catch the air. Oh fucking hell. Move on. <laughs> I think it would be more like a poison bomb. Continue. Yeah. Uh, what fi- what are fish's opinions on birds? Do they feel jealous at all? I think they probably feel the same way we feel about satellites. Or like aliens. Well, satellites, aliens. Don't, come down, satellites don't come down and eat us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like That's why I say like how humans have aliens and they're UFOs that take them up. Aliens you know, don't, the don't fish, kill us either. What there's just like a random about? beak that comes in from the surface. Dives down, takes one of their friends, and then leaves. Like that's what the fuck do you mean? Satellites don't come down and eat us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what the heck? Yeah, are fish afraid of like birds or something, or they're like uh? They're the air deniers. No, definitely not. I feel like fish don't even know about birds until they get eaten by one. Oh, it might be like conspiracy theory. They might be like, I saw a bird, and they're like, what the fuck is a bird? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because, I mean, like, if you see a bird, then you're going to get eaten, and so you can't spread the word about it. Well, you know, birds aren't real anyway, so that's probably... What if you just get picked up and, like, if you get picked up and, like, flown around for a while, and you're a fish, is that like being abducted by aliens? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I have a friend who thinks he was probed by uh, by a hawk. I, I hate to tell you, but I hate to tell you, but he was right. What do you think fish that were abducted and then put into like carnival prizes and then put back into what? The, what? Why is it up with you and carnivals? You always reference carnivals because it's the most prevalent place that I think of for fish. Uh, but like, okay. not, not, the ocean, not, the <laughs> not a lake, not a river, not any like estuary, but uh, carnivals. Uh, there are more. There are more fish in carnivals than there are in all the oceans in the world. <laughs> How would you know? You're not a fish. No, but I've patented many, and most of them come from the carnival. Have you ever had to defend a fish at a carnival? Clearly, since you are a fish lawyer, attorney no, he's, at law. He's a different type oh. of lawyer. Well, I'm a patent lawyer. Oh, I have had to again. defend my patents of dead fish at a carnival <laughs> because people tried to sell the dead fish that I had patented. So uh, they put dead go- fish. Well, see, they put googly eyes in a motor so it looked like it was alive. <laughs> And I had Are to you step saying in and... you invented a way to parade dead fish as if they're living beings? No, no, I'm saying I patented a dead fish. 
and so no, it sounds like my... you're a necromancer. Well, I <laughs> I actually oh am. I actually <laughs> does have an amulet that brings fish back alive. <laughs> Supposedly. This... No, it, it does. It it brought uh Big Loach back. So um, you're a fish yeah. lawyer and corporate necromancer. Well, you, well, the fish, the, the the amulet that brings fish back to life came from my dead fish ex-wife, mm-hmm. um, and nice so woman. I'm just a patent lawyer and a really bad patent lawyer, uh, because I patent so many fish corpses. Oh, so I the amulet's to save your career? Uh, I guess <laughs> my wife gave it to me a while ago, and it just started uh bringing fish back to life. Well, she didn't give it to you. She died and that's how you got it let's be a little clear about that hold on hold on how much does the amulet cost uh well i'm i'm it's in production right now but i just price gouged the shit out of it i sold one for a couple billion dollars the other day what are they made out of even if it brought fish back alive who would buy that for a billion dollars uh sea world they brought back the first killer whale the other day I feel like there's a really big controversy. I feel like they don't want to bring that back. I feel like they're trying to get rid of that. Why would they want to bring back the thing that, like, brought them, like, a bunch of shame and, like, bad press? Well, the thing is, no one can say they killed the killer whale if the killer (laughs) whale is still alive. (laughs) So, Fish Lawyer, have you thought about making an army of fish? Uh, I feel like that would be unethical. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Inefficient because they're fish, so they're dumb and can't fight. <laughs> now, fish. if we're talking about a navy of fish, <laughs> yeah, now we're talking. That would be that would be ethical because an army of fish would just be like fucked up. <laughs> what type of fish would be the ideal fish for you to put into your own fish militia? Well, I feel like the uh, ocean probably the, the Barack Obama fish because <laughs> I feel like they'd be really good uh, fucking uh, leaders. Not the gunfish, <laughs> but but not like <laughs> Mandela fish or Martin Luther King Jr. fish. What about the ninja or, shark? I'd, well, those are all I, I'd probably have some swordfish in the infantry. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and uh, my my my, my, ca- my cavalry would ride seahorses. <laughs> so, <laughs> just wondering, have you ever considered the uh, the ninja lantern shark? What kind yeah. of you name this? A five-year-old? <laughs> no, I've never heard of it. But off that name alone, I am prepared to offer him a, a high officer position in my military. That's he has the word ninja and lantern in its name. Oh my god, it looks awesome. And that, fish, too. Yeah, no. Dude, holy crap. What? Oh my god. How do we not know about this fish? Well, he's yeah. been hidden. He's a ninja. Yeah. It was, he's it, just hiding. Sir Snailfish was the first to come in contact with them. Very cool. Uh, oh, I. So wait. Um. So are you saying any fish from any time period also? Uh, sure. Let's go with that. You have really high fish technology, and you can probably bring something uh, back. I'm gonna go with a uh, fucking army of megalodons. <laughs> I feel like that would that would be pretty fine. So be like a Jurassic shark. Guys, the scientific name of the ninja lanternfish comes from the author of Jaws. Oh. <laughs> That's kind of cool. So, Sir, Sir Snailfish, what do you think is yep. the craziest fish? The wackiest one. 
Yeah, uh, I have a megalodon here. I can wake him up and see if he is. Because <laughs> let's 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 just nail fish answer first. Well, you know, if we're talking about ancient fish, I think the weirdest one of the weirdest fish is a fish that looks like a dolphin, almost acts like a dolphin, but is in fact not a dolphin at all, and looks like it's like the hunchback of Notre Dame. Of we dolphin. saw that. We 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 talked about this dolphin. We've talked about this. Of course, I'm talking about. The ichthyosaur, <laughs> one of the derpiest <laughs> animals. We have talked about the ichthyosaur on a it's, couple on a couple times. It's so good. Honestly, what it's a screaming pain. But I will say there are fish like the lionfish that are just so strange. That's I'm true. gonna go wake up the megalodon and I'll be back, guys. All right. I don't think <laughs> I uh. Well. Wait, fish don't girl. sleep. Yeah, we just flip upside down. <laughs> He's been sleeping for billions of years, don't you worry. You think wake up is like for him just saying bringing back to life? He just has like a megalodon carcass in like the corner of his tank and he's just been... <laughs> he just waits <laughs> when he needs him and rises him from the dead. Hold on, wait. I've asked the question, what would you do if you could talk to a megalodon for a minute so many times? Apparently he just always had one that he could just talk to. That's not cool. Yeah, this whole time, man. We got this whole time. All right. Well, um, in the meantime, let's talk fish. Of course, so, of course. You guys have one fish to fight for you, and like the entire U.S. militia is coming after you. Who are you hmm, choosing? Yeah. To Wait, fish? one fish? Hmm, one? Yes, I probably go with my friend Jim Megalodon. Yes. <laughs> oh my God! Oh it's my Mr. God. Megalodon. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I'm a Megalodon. So Welcome I'm probably the 21st uh, century. I'm probably the best pick, but since I can't pick myself, I assume I'm gonna go with my friend Jim Megalodon. No, <laughs> you know I disagree. I disagree. I think there is something that can rival the Megalodon. Oh, and that is that is the Mosasaur. Oh, oh, oh man, it's it's the crocodile. It's yeah, it's Mos- like the uh, crocodile what, what, equivalent. What's his name? Mosasaur. The Mosasaurus. The- Twat. How is how is that spelled? M A U T W A T. M A U S A U R U S. Mosasaurus. So that's a reptile. So that doesn't count. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, oh, close. You're gonna judge. But it swims, and There's it lives no entirely it underwater. Powerful. Oh, um, but you're wrong. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with the uh, Jim Megalodon. He kicked ass back in the day. Wait, specifically him? Not just like any Megalodon? Just what makes no, him Jim, special? Jim, Jim Megalodon had uh, racing stripes. Oh, Ooh. no. Racing no, I mean, oh, well, that makes him yeah. faster, naturally. 50% increase in speed. <laughs> they make him faster. And he also had uh, anchor arms from SpongeBob, so those made him a lot stronger. <laughs> what about a leviathan megalodon when you were dead um where were you in arizona no i was just in like a dimensionless space just uh i don't know just uh, vibing nothing. so <laughs> sir snailfish do you believe in fish hell you know i've thought about it and i think that fish hell is in fact purely of our imagination, and that it's just the Whoa. fear of the dark depths where the bottom feeders take us away. <laughs> I feel like you're one of the people that wants to ban the bottom feeders. 
No, no, no. I appreciate <laughs> the bottom feeders. They are what clean up our oceans. They are the most useful and most unrecognized members of the of the ocean realm. Oh, beautiful. Are you part of the fish upper class? I've been dead for about uh, three, four million years, and I can confirm there is indeed a fish hell. There's a fish hell? But I thought that you are you were in a dimensionless space. How would you I know? Was in fish, I was in fish limbo. <laughs> okay. Oh, so this is a door that said fish hell. We just didn't go in it. There, there was a guest list. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Agent Angler, do you have line of sight? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yes, sir. Love... <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'll give you the. I'll give you the rundown. All right. Just normal conversations with uh, normal friends. They asked if there were a lot of goldfish in Fish Hill. <laughs> I I wouldn't know. I didn't see the full guest list. I just saw the guest list for Fish Limbo, and okay. uh, there was a page that said uh, Fish Hell names, and then it said Do not turn. Uh, until you are instructed to do so, and it had the stop sign, kind of like the kind of like the fucking um, fish at. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, yeah. So oh, no one ever, ins- no one ever instructed me to turn the page, and I think if I turned the page, I just would have gotten sent straight down there. So that's fair. Now, that's fair. Megalodon, your voice sounded very different at first. Like you sound like you sound like mm, yes, and now you just mm, talk yes, to yes, it's me, Mr. Megalodon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he's Mr. Megalodon. So, Sir Snailfish, since you said that fish have countries, are there any fish wars? You know, absolutely. Uh, but I will say it's mostly with non-fish. You have the, the dolphins that constantly try and uh, take over territory. But of course, oh the sharks are uh, are constantly moving in uh, and traveling around looking for fish to pillage. Oh, they're like the, they're like fish pirates. So I have a question. Yeah, so you ever got a question, Sir Snowfish? Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I've done the rounds in the uh, old in the old big big toilet bowl, and mm-hmm. uh, I've been wondering if things are working a little differently. Uh, our um, our fish nations. Uh, geographic or racially based? Well, I can't go entirely uh, into detail about fish socioeconomics and culture, but I can uh, at least give you a brief overview. Fish countries are mostly um, a mix of geographical uh, and cultural. Uh, It's a mix of, you know, just natural environment as well as uh, other factors that push migration and uh, changes throughout. And there's a general understanding of what territory is most needed by what uh, fish species. However, there is some form of sharing among fish species. There is a, uh, a line of distinction between some species and others based on the depth of the ocean, as well as the uh, geographic location on a like lateral and longitudinal scale. Thank you. No problem for him. Holy crap. Oh man, this guy's a smart fish. <laughs> now, however, Mr. Megaldon, I have a question for you. Uh, yeah, let's hear it. You see, there is a there is a fish that I believe may be a uh, a problem for you because we were talking about who you could take in a fight, uh, and that is uh, L. Problematicus. And L. Problematicus <laughs> is <laughs> quite a dangerous a dangerous fish. He's just a challenge. He's just a he's just a challenge to deal with. Yes, he is quite the challenge to deal with. And I was wondering if you had any comment about the ancient fish. Uh, which you must be familiar with, considering your ancient stature. 
El Problematicus. Yeah, see, I could kick his ass, see? Mm, mm. Even though he is bigger than a whale shark and faster than any bony fish ever discovered. I'll fuck that dumb motherfucker up, see? <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Mr. Megalodon, were you born in the 19, like, 50s? What's the, what's the deal here? Yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> or were you, were you uh, brought back from the dead in the 1950s? Yeah, oh. see? This is a transatlantic accent, see? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where do you think the transatlantic uh, accent comes from? Where do you think its initial origins is? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually, <laughs> this one actually comes from a the tra- like this sort of accent. A lot of it came from the, uh, like the movie industry, and like also, I think this megalodon here was a famous fish. Mm. Was uh, was in the yeah. So yeah, haven't you ever seen any pictures with me? Any of the movies? <laughs> Which which movies have you been, in, Mr. Megalodon? Meg. Meg. Mr. Meg. Meg. Mr. Mr. Megalodon in the early Miocene, see? In the early Miocene. Mm. Classic film. Mr. Megalodon, what's your opinion on the Miocene epoch? Yeah, those were the days you could get. <laughs> you could buy a whole soda shop for a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> What's your opinion on new fish? Do you think new fish are like entitled? Yeah, these are pussies. I have. Uh, I think they're entitled. Um, I do have some free housing for all new fish. It is mostly in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> How yeah, opportunistic I mean, of you! You know, we're on this cod pass, and we're all friendly right now and all. But we have to keep in mind that. Megalodon here would devour Jim G. Goldfish and Mrs. Krill in a heartbeat. Nah, it's uh, cool. Would... Yeah, see, I'd like to clarify. <laughs> I wouldn't devour them in a heartbeat. I'd devour them without even processing it. <laughs> Consume, inhale. That's very generous. <laughs> the quick death. So, Sir Snailfish, we keep talking about the fish past. Let's talk about the fish future. What do you think's in store for fish? Well, you know, I think it's I think it's a very interesting story for fish. Uh, I have to say, sea cucumbers are the future. I'm just gonna put Whoa. that out there right now. Um, sea cucumbers are the most resilient uh, species I have ever met, and it is clear in such an ever changing world that sea cucumbers will inherit the earth, ladies and gentlemen. I'm investing in sea cucumbers, I guess. Why aren't there sea pickles yet? Then answer me that. Is that the future of fish? Well, you know what now. Uh, with mecro- with necromancy, clearly uh, within the fish realm, if they yes. could just take a dried out sea cucumber, mm-hmm. I think they could get a, a sea pickle. Yeah, see, all you gotta do to get a uh, sea cucumber, or take a sea cucumber and drop it into the uh, briny depths. Wow, he's a pun man too. Do sea cucumbers like being pickles? <laughs> I turn myself into a pickle. I turn myself into a pickle. I'm sea. I'm sea pickle. (laughs) That's the funniest shit I've ever seen. Wow, funniest shit I have ever seen. So, Agent Angler, did you find anything? Uh, The target is currently on the move. What's next? All right, just stay there. All right. Oh man, Megalodon, run away! They're after you. Yeah, see, uh, most of you have addressed the future uh, without ever 
talking, taking a moment to mention fucking necromancy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we've already went over this with Lil Loach. We uh, we understand it now. Yeah, sir. <laughs> it's quick. Tourette's? Do you have this? Is your tick? Do you have to say that? <laughs> He's going rapid. Oh, hey, shit. It's, hey, it's me, that? Mr. Megalodon. God. Oh, no. is, is he okay? You broke Mr. Megalodon by asking if he had Tourette's. <laughs> if he's going rabid, that's not a good thing because one of the symptoms is fear of water. Yeah, I have calmed myself down. Must be terrible <laughs> for people who have fish rabies. Do you guys think <laughs> how many how many bald eagles do you think would take down a megalodon? Bald eagles? I feel like bald three. eagles are fucking pussies, dude. That's not true at all. That's Mr. That's megalodon. Do you mean on Mr. Megalodon? Do you mean I mean fuck carpy carp? <laughs> <laughs> Carpy carp. Do you mean on land or on, on uh, in the water? Cause in the like, water, like half in the water. Like your like dorsal fin is up, but like everything else is like on the water. Uh, I feel like you'd need enough to be able to pick me up out of the water fully, which would take quite a few bald eagles. Quite a take few. A, take take like a, a ballpark figure and like the like the big the biggest number. It will take one. Uh, I'm calculating one. that right now. <laughs> I'm, put, I'm putting in the order right now. Goodbye, Mr. Megalodon. All right, so uh, <laughs> a bald eagle can lift four to five pounds. Okay. <laughs> that's good, that's good. Measure? Are they just going to lift them up and throw them on land or something? Yeah. Uh, that's probably what they'd need to do. Uh, a Megalodon, uh, well, I weigh about 60 tons. <laughs> And so he's running the numbers sixty times two thousand uh, divided 2, by. Where did two thousand come from? That's uh, the pounds to tons uh, divided okay. by five. Uh, that's going to be about twenty-four thousand. Twenty-four thousand bald eagles to kill a megalodon. <laughs> I, it has to be higher because if you think about it, right? When the when the eagle gets into the water, their their feathers aren't going to be you know resilient to that much water on them. They're going to be supposed, weighed down. I'm supposing that I'm half out of the water and that the eagles grab the half of me. That's not. No, they get so, they get more eagles to grab the uh, water soaked eagles to lift them up. Wait, wait, Mister mm. Megalodon, can you see that number again? Yeah, see four thousand. See. Four thousand. Wait, what? Twenty-four. Twenty thousand and four more. Twenty. Twenty thousand. Uh, bald eagles to, to, uh, to kill. No, twenty-four thousand. Twenty-four thousand. Twenty-four thousand. Now, bald eagles cost about um four thousand and three hundred dollars. Oh, so fuck, that's expensive. It would cost a hundred and three million dollars to kill a megalodon with bald eagle. Uh, that's also assuming that I stay half out of the water and I just let them pick me up. I could just go down into the water at any time. You see, Jim, I think so it's basic, just one. So basically, that million dollar estimate is for an assisted suicide, not for murder. <laughs> but wouldn't that be a cool assisted suicide? 
I'm going to be honest with you. If you hire 24,000 bald eagles to lift a megalodon up, that'd probably be the coolest shit anyone's ever done. And I've been around for a good long while. I know. <laughs> Agent Angler, you can enter his house now. <laughs> All right, the target is in sight. Oh, my God. I wonder who's the target. This is suspenseful. Pretty suspenseful. So, Sir Snailfish, mm-hmm. uh, if you could be any human, what would you be, since you're a fish and all? Well, you know, I'd have to go with Elon Musk. It's the obvious answer. And here's yeah, all see? yeah, see, that's some Redditor bullshit, see? <laughs> nah. Do you think it's because he's the most fish-like human? No, it's because he clearly respects our kind. When he laughed at that deer at the bottom of the pool, he clearly had respect for who owned the sea. And I think that that (laughs) is the kind of person that I would want to embody as a fish. That's a fair point. Yeah, fair point. Also, if I was going off of Reddit, I would have said Keanu Reeves. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. So, do you have any questions for us fish experts? We We are fish experts. Very much so. We know, we know things about mm. fish. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm a fish, see? There is a fish that I don't know much about, that I'd love to know more about, and that is the, the long-nosed chimera. Uh, Ooh, mostly no. for its just odd shape and look. And really what I want to know from the fish experts in the room is what is with its nose? <laughs> for booping. Yeah, see, it's long, see? Mm, <laughs> oh, thank you. That's a really long you. nose. What the hell? <laughs> Why that's why so it's long? it's almost like it's called the long nose chimera. <laughs> <laughs> what a great observation, fish legs. Yes. Yeah, see, it's a rhino chimera day. So that it's a chimera, which means Oh am I? My bad. I'm a megalodon, I'm used to that. That is that is how the megalodon works. Mrs. Crow, what were you saying? It's it's got a long snoop so that it can boop. It was not worth it. Megalodon what does that even mean? Going. What the hell does mm. that mean? Can you speak in English for us? Megalodon, you should have kept going. She was speaking in the I, w- I was right to talk over you. In any case, <laughs> the chimera is a uh, the chimera is a hybrid creature, as known by the Greeks, who I have eaten. Um, and this is the rhino chimera day, so I would assume it's a hybrid, a rhino and a fish. So that's your answer. <laughs> Wait, you cut on the second animal. What was the second animal? Uh, the hybrid of a rhino and a fish. Oh, mm. interesting. Mr. Megalodon, do you respect women? Because you seem to cut Ooh. off, like... You cut off Mrs. Krill there. Yeah, <laughs> so that was an accident. I cut everyone off. He has a lot of teeth. It's sort of a common thing. <laughs> <laughs> Runs in the yeah, so many people prefer when I cut them off than when I cut them in twain, you see? <laughs> is there, is, in fish society, is there a gender divide? Like, do female Absolutely. fish get paid less? Yeah, see, I, I'm an equal opportunity consumer. I eat both. <laughs> Which tastes better? Uh, that would be your mom fish. Oh, oh, he eats ninety-two. Oh. He eats ninety-two women fish for every hundred male fish. <laughs> Isn't it seventy-seven? Isn't that the number? But that was seventy-two. Well, what would you know, stupid megalodon? You're you're a yeah. fish. 
when 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 I was when I was around, the uh, exchange rate was uh three cents per thirty five dollars. So, <laughs> Megalon, you dealt with money back in the day. Yeah, they always had money. What was the what was the unit of exchange? You got any left over for inflation purposes? Yeah, it it would be uh, I'm I'm ashamed to say. <laughs> The the three constants of fish kind were always war, sex, and I forgot the third one. Shit, is uh, taxes, dude. The IR fish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The IR fish, who works for an unknown an unknown master. My I, the IR fish has been around since I was born, and will be here long after we are all gone. <laughs> Damn. So, what's your opinion on caviar, Mister Megalodon? Uh, you know. <laughs> yep. Yeah, classic megalodon. You know. classic, classic megalodon. megalodon. That's yeah. I I guess when like when fish lawyer revives someone, they have the same type of jokes as a fish lawyer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I think the amulet gives them brain disabilities, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I find caviar shallow and pedantic. See. And pedantic. <laughs> Mrs. Curl, as an official woman, how how do you Whammon. feel about caviar? How do I feel about caviar? Mm-hmm. What is there being a woman have to do with caviar? caviar. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's eaten frog leg or frog eggs. Yeah, I mean, there's also fish eggs, but that's something entirely different. Um, so I feel that it is. That's a fine what caviar is. <laughs> that's what we're talking yeah. about. That's literally yeah. what caviar <laughs> is. What we're talking about. <laughs> Something entirely what? different. The actual question. <laughs> you you somehow went in a circle and got back to the original question. <laughs> it's 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 fine. Why would I ask about frogs in a podcast <laughs> yeah, about podcast. fish? <laughs> um. Well, I hear that if you eat sushi, caviar is pretty good. What? What? Yeah, what? No, sushi doesn't go with caviar. I'm so confused. Mrs. Krill, are you okay? <laughs> are you Mrs. Krill, Mrs. Mrs. Krill, I have heard, I have heard a fucking salmon eat a whale shark, and that is still the most confusing thing I have heard. <laughs> because you know, so caviar is fish related, and it's roe, and then sushi also has roe. So if you like sushi, you probably like caviar. That's, no, that's not what? true. That's, that's like that's like that's like saying if you like chicken, you'll love eggs. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, snail fish. I like chicken and eggs. <laughs> Snailfish. So at the beginning, you were talking about how you fooled a squid into thinking he was an octopus, and then he mm-hmm. died. Mm-hmm. Did you fucking kill Squidward? No, <laughs> no, Squidward, Squidward. Remember, uh, Gary is my second cousin once removed, so I would never, I would never harm Squidward. I have tremendous respect for him and his aspiring clarinet skills. Yeah, one, Damn, of, our, I one of our hosts, uh, one of our hosts went to his community college. Really? <laughs> yeah, n- yeah, see, I wasn't here, uh, but I heard Fish Lawyer has a diploma. I've seen it on the wall. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, you have uh, walls? But in any case, uh, can you tell me why you were removed? I wasn't here when you explained that. Ah, uh, why? Why was? Wait, why, what? What? <laughs> what? What are you on? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I mean, Gary. Why was Gary removed? 
Ah, oh, why was oh, he? Yeah. Why was he once removed? <laughs> uh, because uh, obviously, uh, I am a snail fish, and he is a snail, and there is a divide between uh, snail fish and snail. Clearly, because uh, fish have such great opportunities, such as this po- this podcast. Well, snails are still considered bottom feeders and are generally a targeted community. I mean, there are still some really cool snails out there, man. Have you heard of the assassin snail? Of course. Yeah, see, this isn't fish, see? All right. He's an angler. Yes. Yes. Are you in the house right now? Yes, I am. Do you happen to see any white hats? Oh, oh I'm out of here. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yes, I'm out of here. I got you now, fucker! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm out. I'm out. It was just a distraction. I, I gotta go. I gotta run. Oh, God, Beth. McCarpy Carp, are you okay? McCarpy Carp just left. McCarpy Carp! Oh, my God. Whoa. After 10 episodes of him getting scot free from killing my father, I finally got him. <laughs> Has it really been 10 episodes? I finally got this fucker, dude. Is this the end of Carpy Carp? Well, carry on, guys. Carry on. Uh, okay. You know, let, let's talk about fish, as the late Carpy Carp used to say. What should I do now, sir? We will discuss that later. Yeah, see? Yeah, see? Drop his body off at Fish Lawyer's Warehouse, see? Uh, uh oh, um, as a fish, where would be the best place to drop off a human body? Hmm. Well, you know, That's a great I'd question. have to go with the Mariana Trench. Really, Mariana Trench. Mm-hmm, See, we've mm-hmm. had we've had multiple accounts on this. Um, according to one guest, who said that the Mariana Trench, um, actually the bottom of it just goes all the way through. There, it just you go from one end to the other end. What What is your take on the Mariana Trench? Well, I've heard the same thing, and I think that's that's the perfect that's the perfect place because anyone who finds him will be stuck gravitationally in the center of the Earth. Understandable. Yeah. It's a good yeah. Trend. See. Uh, how, Sir Snailfish, how do you feel about the Pliocene? You know, the Pliocene epoch, I think, was one of the golden ages of uh, ocean history. Uh, I will say uh, it is not as famous as the Cambrian Explosion, because we all know the Cambrian Explosion, of course. But uh, no. uh, the Pliocene uh, is one of those underrated periods of fish history in which there was so much growth uh, in terms of evolution. Tell us about tell us about that growth. Well, you see, uh, the Pliocene epoch was uh, the beginning of uh, the end in terms of a uh, unilateral uh, fish society. Uh, you were seeing fish uh, become more amphibious uh, and eventually become land dwelling creatures. Understandable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really, it really brought fish into their own. <laughs> <laughs> Makes Mrs. Sense. Krill, go on. Okay, I was gonna ask. Um, in our continuing epic through through time and fish, what is your um stance between those that are more of passive fish versus the aggressive fish? You know, those who are more of the predators versus. Did you more really say passive fish? <laughs> We're on it the Cosmic Podcast. I like that joke, Mrs. Grill. Thank you, thank you, Mr. Megalodon. <laughs> you doing all right? <laughs> I think now is the time to end the episode. By the way, Agent Angler, you can kill off Jim now. Say no more. The deed has been done. No! Oh. Ah! <laughs> Alright, well, I think that concludes this episode of the Cardinal yeah. Podcast. Wait, wait. Uh, 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 um, uh, Fish Lawyer has just handed me a note. Oh. Oh, read it. Uh, 
it says, if you do not follow at the underscore Codpast on Twitter and Instagram, Mr. Megalodon will come to your house and eat you. I, I will indeed do.